Welcome back to the Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker, the weekly radio show that informs and educates you on how to buy or sell real estate with Barb Schlinker, the owner of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. Now, uh, we're back on the Real Estate Voice. You can listen to this every weekend. You can listen to it on podcast as well. Your host, Barb Schlinker, of course. There are a lot of things that can go wrong with the sale of a home after it goes under contract, but your approach to real estate is quite unique. Uh, you have a, a way to sell a home without dealing with an outside agent whose mission is actually to derail the transaction. Barb Schlinker, tell us about that. Well, Richard, I, this one's going to be a bit controversial, but I, I don't mind talking about it because it, it affects people that are selling homes. Um, so this is how a traditional sale, if you were to plug into the traditional way of selling a home, works. Um, you call a real estate agent, hey, I want to put my home on the market. Great. They come out, they get you to sign an agreement, they take some pictures, hopefully they're good pictures, put them up in the MLS, post it in the MLS, and hope another agent brings them a buyer. Okay, that's the traditional way. And then finally, a buyer comes along and says, yes, I want to buy this home. They make an offer. It goes under contract. It effectively goes off the market when it goes under contract. And then the fun begins. And what I mean by fun, I'm being very sarcastic when I say that, because the way the, the contracts are designed in, in Colorado, basically, the buyer has all kinds of what we call off-ramps or ability to bail out of the contract for various different reasons, okay? Um, they could get out because they don't like the inspection. They could get out because they don't like their loan. They could get out because they don't like title. They could get out because they don't like the HOA. They could get out because they don't like their agent, I, whatever it is, okay? There's many reasons for them to get out, but the way the state contracts are written it essentially makes the earnest money deposit 100% refundable unless the buyer agrees to non-refundable in writing. Did you know that, Richard? I had no, no. I had no, every week you bring me things I don't know, and I don't think the average person does, much less the average agent who listens to this program. Quite honestly, but no, I had no idea about that. So I I do mostly sellers. I I consider myself what I call a fiduciary. Um, so I'm trying to basically accomplish the seller's goals. Does that mean get them the most money? I hope so. I tell sellers all the time, even if they have a $400,000 home, I'd love to get you a million dollars. But at the end of the day, the market's going to pay what the market's going to pay. Okay. So it's best to be priced the right way so that you get the most amount of money. A buyer's agent, if they sign a agreement with a buyer to be their fiduciary, it, it, I think they lose sight of the actual objective, right? And I don't even know that they ask the buyer, what is your objective? Do you want to get the house, right? Um, so there are things that, that can cause the contracts to fall apart. And a lot of times the agents, unfortunately, are leading that cause under the cause of I'm a fiduciary. I'm an advocate for my buyer. In fact, I'm going to protect my buyer from the house. But the goal of the buyer was to buy a house. Isn't that crazy, Richard? 
It, it is absolutely crazy. And I mean, I think people need to understand that fiduciary thing. It, it means you've got a, a relationship and an obligation. And many times you have to put their interest above anybody else's, including yours. And, so, you know, 99% of the time, 100% of the time, your interests and their interests are the same. But not all agents are like that. I have had agents flop on the floor, um, threaten to blow up deals over little minor cosmetic things, uh, threaten to pull out at the last minute if the walkthrough wasn't the way it was they expected, uh, demand money, reinspect at the closing table. I'm a fiduciary, right? And it fiduciaried them right out of the house. But is that really what the buyer wanted? I thought the fiduciary is to get them what their objective was with this whole business transaction. Exactly. And as a former attorney, attorneys can, you know, they can break deals and make things fall apart uh, so easily. And the whole goal is not to have everything crash. It's to make things work to the benefit of the, the, the person you have that fiduciary relationship with. Yeah. My, my coach jokes with me and he says, many buyer's agents are in the sales prevention business. <laughs> <laughs> That's about right. Which, which is funny, but it's, it's like, okay, well, not really. Their goal is to sell. And some people are deal breakers. Some people are deal makers. We just had a, a contract not too long ago that fell apart when the buyer did the inspection. And the, in my view, I blame the buyer's agent because the buyer's agent should, should have coached the buyer on what is a realistic expectation with a, regard to an inspection. This is not their opportunity to get new stuff. This is not their opportunity to get upgrades, new furnaces, new water heater, new this, new that. The buyer actually put in writing that they wanted $120,000 off the price for upgrades, not, not for things that were broken. They weren't broken. <laughs> it was Jeez. just because they were old. And the cost of these things was about 25,000. And I said, why don't, why don't you guys just terminate? This is unreasonable, ridiculous, please go away. So they did. And we got another buyer, fortunately. But the problem with the whole, the, the way the situation is, is set up, when a seller accepts a contract with a buyer, they are committed. The seller is committed. There are very few, if any, outs in the contract for the seller. One of them is if they ask for things on the inspection and they don't reach agreement and the buyer does not withdraw their objection, right? So if the buyer, the buyer could still stay in the deal, they could come in and ask for all this ridiculous stuff and go, oh, just kidding. Uh, I'll withdraw it. I'm moving forward. I'm going to buy the house. Now the seller's still committed, right? The other out is if the buyer is getting a loan, only if the buyer's getting a loan and the appraisal comes in low and the buyer is unwilling to bring the difference in cash. And, and the one thing that frustrates me the most is recently I had a, a buyer's agent send an offer where he knew, I know he knew that the, that buyer had to sell a house to perform. He did not put it in the contract. It was not in the pre-approval letter. The way I found out is I got on the phone and actually asked the lender because there was something funny about the, the whole, the way the contract was written. It was like, this doesn't make any sense. There's zero down, but it's an FHA loan. Just something in my spidey sense says, this is wrong. 
And I was asking if the buyer was getting down payment assistance and the lender said, no, but they have to sell a house to perform. I'm sure it's already sold. I'm sure it's sold. So I'm like, oh, really? Give me the address. So I looked it up. Sure enough, it had gone on the market that day. So had the seller accepted a contract from that buyer, even though the buyer had to sell a house to perform and the seller was not told in the contract, there was no out for the seller for that fraud. Did you know that? I had no idea. Again, I had no idea of that. It was scary to me. It, It was like, okay, okay. I'm on defense when I'm dealing with these buyer's agents because I never know what I'm going to get. And so um, we talked about the typical off-ramps for a seller, maybe, maybe if they ask for crazy stuff on the inspection uh, or if they, you know, try, you know, if the appraisal comes in low, which to be honest with you, it has not come in low very much, even with these crazy high prices. Um, uh, buyers asking for stuff on the walkthrough. I've ha- I've had agents just flop on the floor and go crazy. And if you don't do this our way at the walkthrough, we're walking. You know, they they try to play the takeaway at the closing table, and I'm like, that is just like terrorist stuff. <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me. Aren't we trying to get to closing? Isn't there a way to work this out? Can't we talk about it? Is there something wrong with the house? Did the seller perform to the contract? Yes. Were there cosmetic things that need to be taken care of? Maybe. Was it fixed according to the buyer's standards? Maybe not. But you know what? That wasn't in the contract. But I I have actually had agents, Richard, come in and re-inspect the home on the walkthrough. One of them was in between the spring and summer where they initially the sprinkler system was winterized. Right. The buyer's agent went into the house, did not know how to dewinterize the sprinkler system and blew the valves, water oh, spilling all over the place. Oh, like, gosh. It was so frustrating. <laughs> so um, other things that are crazy for the sellers is if they, they have to move out before closing. So just last week I had, uh, we thought everything's going great. Inspection, appraisal, it's all happy day before closing. Oh, uh, well. Uh, we still have to verify this buyer's income. The lender needs two more weeks, right? And the seller's moving out. It, it, they're insane. And so, um, you know, buyer has dozens of off ramps. Seller has no off ramps. Um, sometimes buyer's agents work against appraisals. Oftentimes they work against inspections and many times are making unrealistic demands. Okay. Um, as an example, I, I have one going right now. Buyer put in their contract. We're not even going to ask for anything on the inspection. That was on their contract. They competed with 10 other offers. So the seller accepted their contract based on that. Do you think they're asking for stuff on the inspection, Richard? Why do I suspect they are? Answer is yes. New roof, new sewer, you know. So it's like, oh, this is crazy. So we actually have a solution for sellers where they don't have to deal with buyer's agents at all. Oh, wait, one more thing I have to tell you about buyer's agents. Two more things. One of them is the seller has to pay their fee. So the seller pays for all this chaos, okay, as part of the total commission. And I had one just last weekend where the buyer brought in this, quote, mold air sampler. (laughs) 
And I know what it was. It was Inspector Gadget time, right? So he's got this wand. He's walking through the house with this wand. And then I get the text that night saying, oh, my God, this house scored red on the mold scale. I'm like, what are you talking about? There's a way you do a mold test. You have to take a test, take it to the lab, get a reading, find out what kind of mold is and mitigate the ones that are harmful. But this guy had a gadget and it blew up the deal. It's just, it's insane, the stuff that goes on. So how do you avoid that? Well, we actually have a solution of the way to avoid buyer's agents altogether. Never deal with them and enjoy a smooth on-time sale, even potentially move when you plan. If you want to find out how to do that, you go to barbhasthebuyers.com, click on Barb has the cash offers in the upper right-hand corner, and we'll take care of it. You know, I've had untimely extensions take place. I've had, um, you know, I, the, the extension, when I asked the lender, what's really going on here? Because this doesn't make sense. And he, he tried to play the takeaway with me saying, well, if you want me to just deny the loan and move on, I can do that. <laughs> I'm like, oh, what are you geez. doing? Oh, gee. Aren't we trying to get to closing here? Why is this buyer need to, why does this buyer need two more weeks to close when we've done the inspection, we've done the appraisal? You know, I just think there's a lot of post and hope, even with buyers. Um, And and the buyer's agent knew about this extension, but did not tell me at all until the sellers had already moved out of the house. So what happened in our business is we there was there was actually one one very successful agent that gave me some good advice years ago. And she basically said, we have to do everybody's job, which I agree with that. We have to verify everything because things can go south. Nobody wants a failure at the end of the deal. Um, really, nobody wants to go off the market and back on because buyers think that there's something wrong with the house. So if you'd like to make a move and not have to deal with the buyer's agent, give me a call at 719-301-3900 or go to barbhasthebuyers.com and click on Barb has the cash offers. Richard? I love it, Barb. You go through all of this. You've been through the experience of dealing with all of this. You know, this isn't new to you. And I want people to understand that experience is really valuable because it puts money in, in their pocket. They don't leave money on the table. And with inflation and everything going on the way it is right now, I mean, every dollar, every penny is going to make a difference, especially going forward. Look, you're listening to Barb Schlinker. It is the real estate voice of your home sold guaranteed realty. And you can reach Barb at 719. 719- 9301-3900 or visit barbhasthebuyers.com. On our next segment, we'll be discussing home selling checklists to sell for the most money. And that's exactly what you want to do. Stay tuned for that.